Welcome to episode one of Light in the Dark, an unofficial Star Wars podcast about one man's hyperspace journey through the entirety of Star Wars canon, hopefully within the span of one year. I'm your host and the fool on this crazy quest, Dan McKillen. Let's start out this first episode with some definitions. I think the most important one being what canon actually means. Historically, the definition of canon is a collection or list of sacred books accepted as genuine. As a really obvious example, from history, there are books of the Christian Bible that, after discussion and debate centuries ago, were no longer included in canon, a decision that inevitably made some people at that time very mad. Even the order of the books of the Bible varies depending on which Christian tradition one follows. But enough about this galaxy, let's talk about some things that happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. For Star Wars, the topic of canon has been equally contentious and confusing, especially historically. Previous to the purchase of Lucasfilm by Disney, canon was a mess. Novels were written that contradicted other novels, contradicted the prequel trilogy, etc., etc., etc. All of this led to a complex definition of various layers of canon, which were more or less the true account of what happened than each other. In relation to each other so there are various various levels of canon that would you consider this this is true unless it contradicts something else or this is true unless something in the other level contradicts it it was all very confusing and hard to follow but at the end of 2012 disney bought lucasfilm and took a long hard look at what canon actually meant and ultimately they chose to do two key things in early 2014 that i think have revitalized and improved star wars the first thing they did was they declared that the seven films, including the Clone Wars movie, plus the Clone Wars TV show, make up the entirety of existing Star Wars canon at that point. Anything else that happened in comics or novels or anything like that essentially didn't happen. This solves a big problem for Lucasfilm. Uh, after the release of Episode Six, lots of novels and other material carrying forward after the end of that time period continued and continued on, making it very challenging to move forward with new movies, and of course, Disney wouldn't have bought Lucasfilm if they didn't intend to make new movies. So all the existing works that were not on that list, again, seven films, plus the clone, including the Clone Wars movie and the Clone Wars TV show, uh, anything else is considered legends. You could think of them as alternate reality stories featuring these characters and their descendants and that sort of thing. The second thing that Disney did was declared that everything going forward, starting in 2014, was going to be reviewed by a story group, and any officially released Star Wars stories on any medium on any platform, with a few exceptions like the licensed Lego tie-in animations and things like that. Other than that, everything would be considered canon. It would all fit together. Now, friends who know me well know that I am a sucker for a well-defined universe. If you write a series of books and you have, let's say, a magic system for how magic works, and you know you follow those rules, and in the weird cases where you make exceptions, you give really good reasons for it, um, causality makes sense, those sorts of things, especially when you're talking about multiple works in the same, in the same universe, especially when you're going cross, uh, across multiple types of mediums. It's one thing to make a you know, set of three movies and follow the rules between them. It's another thing entirely to make a bunch of movies and novels and comic books and have all of that fit together and integrate and emphasize different elements or take 
place in different parts of the universe all at the same time and have those crossovers and tie-ins work really well. It's actually one of the things that really got me interested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe when that came out with its multiple TV series and movies tying together. But Star Wars is way more complicated. So naturally, this led, to me, this led me down the path of wanting to actually follow all the Star Wars stories. Um, let me give you a little bit of a background and a history of my history with Star Wars. I am not your Star Wars super fan, at least not the, one, the ones that grew up on the original trilogy. I'm not quite 40 yet, so I'm too young to really be an original trilogy super fan like some of my friends are. Um, I do have friends my age that are super into it and have been for all of their childhood. Um, Brian, for example, one of my oldest friends, his family would constantly have that movie on their TV and probably wore out several sets of the VHS tapes, uh, along with actually the uh, Spaceballs movie, oddly enough, um, which is, you know, I think in his family considered an additional movie in the Star Wars series. Um, somehow, though, I didn't actually manage to see all three of the original trilogy films all the way through until I was in high school. Um, you know, I'd catch bits and pieces of it on TV when they would come on or whatever. Uh, but never really watched the VHS tapes or saw it, never was really interested into it or in it, uh, it got involved in it, really. Um, I don't really know why that is exactly. I mean, there's plenty of other sci-fi and fantasy that I liked at the time, uh, but for some reason Star Wars just never did it for me. Uh, that started to change with the special edition re-releases in the late 90s, um, and definitely did go see those, um, really enjoyed them, obviously even those are fairly contentious among like the old-school Star Wars fans with all the changes that Lucas made when he did the special edition re-releases. But for me, those are kind of my original versions of the films. And I know for a lot of people, that would be considered blasphemy. But there you are. That's, that's who I am. That's what I know. Um, I, I have read and understand a lot of people's upset uh, over what was done with the special editions and some of the revisions even since then. Um, I just can't get too twisted up about it. Um, but then, you know, they started actually making new films around the time I started to finally start following things. So, you know, I, episode one came out. I saw that multiple times. Um, I remember distinctly actually sitting in a Taco Bell with my good friend Brian, and we were talking about, you know, does, you know, do you think Chancellor Palpatine becomes the Emperor? And of course, you know, we hadn't actually looked at oh, it's the same actor, of course it's going, it's going to be the Emperor, but uh, just there, you know, he seems really fishy, I'm not sure I trust him, that sort of thing. Um, obviously, episode two, um, I saw that movie as well. Uh, by then, I was more aware of the online community and how it felt about the movie and that there were some negative feelings. Um, but I did see the movie and I enjoyed it, definitely, I would say even actually more than episode one, probably. Uh, and then, you know, I started my first job out of college back in 2003. And when episode three came out, I saw it multiple times. Um, I have a really fond memory, actually, of going with the entire crew from my, my work team that I was on. We were all in the IT department, and we made the decision that we were going to all go together to the midnight showing together. Um, the only problem being, you know, of course, if it starts at midnight, it's a two-hour-plus movie. We're going to be getting home very late, and we have work the next day because, of course, it was—I believe it was a Thursday night. Uh, I drew the short straw 
So unfortunately, I was the one who had to be in the office at 8 a.m. the next day. Uh, but it was totally worth it. Um, and uh, for a very long time, actually, Episode 3 was my favorite movie of the, of the Star Wars films. Um, I have a good friend, Matt, actually, that I met at that job who was heavily into the expanded universe novels, the things that are no longer considered canon, but for a while they were close to canon. Um, he was reading all of those and really liked Luke Skywalker and just really dug that saga and, and just got into it. So that was a thing, um, you know, we, we would frequently talk about it. Um, and actually, this is not my first attempt to read all of canon or listen to all of canon watch all of canon as you'll see um i inherited my dad's expanded universe novels and after talking to my friend matt about it i said you know i think i'm gonna you know embark on this full read through i'm gonna read all of these novels and of course this was probably early 2013 so before the canon reset um and i looked at it and i'm like that's a lot of books but i'm sure i could probably manage uh not long after that though uh I had twins, <laughs> so I sort of lost interest. And around the same time, Disney had purchased Lucasfilm and was figuring out what they were going to do with it. So once the news came out in 2014 that they were resetting canon and that everything was changing, uh, then when I decided to make a second attempt at this, I had to give it some real thought. And then th at this point, it was late 2017, early 2018 trying to figure out, you know, what did I really want to do? What was my goal here? And really, you know, as I've said, I'm a sucker for a well-defined universe. So I wanted to look at everything that was actually canon and say, these are the things that, that Lucasfilm says, this is Star Wars. All of these things happened. And read and watch all of it. So I had gone through and I looked at several references, including a really helpful article called Timeline of Canon Media on Wikipedia. Um, and put together a spreadsheet, uh, and, and my friends will laugh at that because, you know, I put together a spreadsheet for almost any project I do, and in this case, it was a listing of, you know, all the comics, all the novels, everything that had been released to that point that was considered Star Wars canon, which at the time of late 2017, early 2018, was something like 700 unique items. So a lot, but totally reasonable. So around that time, I started again. Again, this is late 2017, early 2018, and I actually read a lot of the comics. I got a Marvel uh, subscription and actually read everything Star Wars related that was in uh, canon that was released on Marvel at that point. Of course, the Marvel Unlimited only has comics up to about six months prior to now. So the Star Wars comics are coming out six months after they, the original print comic is released. Um, so I had read all, pretty much all the comics um, and started into some of the novels and then I kind of flamed out on it due to I was buying a house, fixing up the old house that I'd lived in for 13 years to try and sell it and all of that. Um, the other big thing I had done at the same time in addition to reading a lot of the comics was I'd actually given a start to watching Clone Wars, which I had never watched before. And I made it through probably a dozen or two episodes before I just kind of lost interest, got too busy, and just completely dropped the project. So, the third attempt, which is the one I'm actually in now, is where I've really made the most progress. I didn't actually set out to do this again. 
Um, my intention actually started back in November of last year. That'd be 20, 2019 at this point. I decided that prior to going and seeing the uh, release of episode nine, I really wanted to be able to have seen all of the movies in chronological order, really close to the release date. So a couple of weeks before the uh, release date of episode nine, I started with episode one and I worked through all of them on Disney Plus, watched them all in order, including Clone, the Clone Wars movie, which I had watched that before um, and kind of gained a new appreciation for the series by by list by watching all of them in short short time like that uh and then of course episode nine came out and unlike a lot of people and this is this is one of those things about me that i'll, I'll be very upfront about uh, people don't like the changes that were made you know with the special editions and since then and the, the episode eight and nine are fairly contentious among different parts of the fan base some don't like episode eight some don't like episode nine some don't like like episode seven and often uh, seven and eight for opposite reasons and nine for whatever the reason they didn't like <laughs> seven and eight seems like um, but they're still I think they're excellent movies I think they're excellent Star Wars um, I understand people complain about them being kind of repetitive or whatever but I do think they took things in new and interesting directions I appreciated that they didn't just didn't go and Luke started Jedi school and everything was great in the galaxy, because I think that doesn't make for a very interesting movie or interesting conflict. Um, also, they threw in lots of interesting backstory that really hadn't been revealed yet, and some of that's come out in some of the novels, I know, and, and other things. Um, so I'm really enjoying getting to fill in some of those gaps between Episode 6 and Episode 7, particularly. Uh, so anyway, I, I finished watching the eight films that, are, well, up to that, at that point it was really Episodes 1 through 8, plus Clone Wars, plus Solo, plus, um, wow, memory is escaping me at the moment. Uh, the other one, <laughs> Rogue One. Rogue One. How could I forget Rogue One? It's probably actually my favorite Star Wars movie of all of them, oddly enough. Uh, anyway, so I, I finished the movie, saw the, saw the new movie, really loved it. January rolls around, it's probably the first week of January, and I randomly started thinking about Star Wars again and how I had made this attempt previously. I thought, well, I wonder what it, what it would take now. I wonder how much more canon there is. Um, and it turns out there's really a lot more. It's only been a couple years, but we are now up to, the way I'm counting it, over 1,252 items in canon at the current count. Now that includes a few things that haven't actually been released yet, so that's one thing. Um, and it also includes a few things that I've broken into parts. So let me give you some examples and you'll understand what I mean. So there are some books of short stories out there. Um, the stories don't necessarily take place all at the same point in chronology. So because they're spread across the timeline, I'm treating each short story as independent of each other and putting them in, in the timeline for the purposes of this project. So it's, it's one book but it may have 15 short stories, and those 15 short stories are at different times, so that counts as 15 items the way I'm counting it. Uh, likewise, things like Clone Wars, obviously I'm counting episodes. Novels I'm counting as, a, as an individual unit for the novel. Um, another great example is the uh, book The Skywalker Saga. Um, that's actually got a young, I would almost say young adult kind of novelization of the first eight films in the, in the saga. 
and each of those is you know a 30 page or so uh, version of the story so I broke that book up into each of the eight pieces so that I could put each piece in its correct place in uh, the order the other thing that I've actually done uh, for this is with the comics is sometimes there will be a side story in the comics and this actually happens there's actually two series of comics going on simultaneously there's a group called IDW that does some comics that are more youth oriented and those typically have two or three stories in them and those stories might actually take place at very very different times in the continuity the uh, other one being the Marvel comics of which there's a lot more as compared to the IDW ones and those also sometimes have side stories in them, and the side stories frequently don't take place at the same time. So I've split those stories out into their own separate items. So, you know, I'm saying 1,252, but if you were to actually gather everything up, you won't have 1,252 objects sitting in front of you on the table. Um, it will be substantially less than that, but still quite a lot. So just quickly to review what I mean by piece of canon, I'm talking about the films, I'm talking about the episodes of the various TV series, I'm think, talking about the junior novels. So think of these like the 120-page novels for, for, I would say, probably tween age kids. Then you have junior readers. Um, think of those as like very short 20-page kids' books. Like the little golden book version of, you know, episode one or whatever would fall into that category. You've got novels, you've got pieces of promotional material, which are primarily web videos. Um, there's one big series of those that uh, mostly had been pulled from online, but of course some people uh, backed those up to YouTube and they're still available to see there. Um, there's video games, there's young readers, and they're again, think uh, fairly short 20-ish page kids books. Those are, those are actually more like the little golden book. The junior, re the junior readers are uh, slightly more verbose in, the, in their wordiness. So there's still about 20 page kids books, but there's a lot more text on the page. Whereas the young readers are like, Han Solo is a rogue, you know, that kind of thing. And that's the whole page with a picture of Han Solo firing a blaster or whatever. Um, and then of course the comics would be the last thing. And if you look at the 1,252 that I've said so far, almost half of them, 574 of them are comics. And the next largest category is TV episodes, of which there's 339. And then we have the young readers with about 110 currently. And so between those three things, we're hovering right around 1,000, and then everything else is kind of split among the other, other categories. With the probably longest one to get through gonna be, is going to be the novels. There's 41 novels released or soon to be released, and each of those takes me about a week to read. So I've been typically working through one novel at a time while I do the other things. So I've been talking quite a bit as I've been uh, talking through this about chronology and that's very important to me with this project. My goal here is to read things in the order that they actually would have happened based on time. So I've taken the various sources that I've got for what what media is out there and merged that together in my master list and I'm going through in order from episode one all the way through to things that happened after episode nine. And soon, starting this fall, there will actually be things substantially before episode one with the uh, new series that's coming out of uh, things set, I think it's 100 years or 200 years before where canon starts. So anyway, this is, this is the basic premise of the project. Um, and I started on it, like I said, in the beginning of January. 
and just was kind of going through it for fun. And as I got farther and farther with it and spent more time working on getting the spreadsheet cleaned up and the information accurate in there and things in the right order and splitting things up as I ran across things that needed to be split up into multiple parts, I kind of realized that I was having way too much fun with it and was really enjoying like what I was seeing and what I was learning. And it was teasing out some greater themes of the Star Wars things, which was especially interesting because not all of the uh, stories obviously were written around the same time. Now, obviously, everything's been written basically within the last six years or so, except for, again, the films and Clone Wars. But even still, it's interesting to see how particularly some books clustered around the same time period are talking about or dealing with the same issues or have the same particular social justice things that they're concerned about. For example, in a lot of the early stuff pre-Episode 1, um, some of those novels that are out now are focusing a lot on people struggling and unhappy with the way the Republic's running and also specifically addressing actually the issue of slavery, of all things. That's a topic that keeps coming up over and over again. Um, so it's really been interesting to see what all these different stories are, are how they're approaching the topics, how related the topics seem to actually be, and all of that. Um, it's been really cool. So I wasn't sure when I started that I could get through everything in a year, and I'd continued working on it, and right around the end of March, I realized when I looked at the count of how many things I had actually read versus how many things there or watched or listened to, etc., versus how many there were, um, I was actually on target. Uh, impressively, uh, as things stand right now, in fact, I am at 326 things in canon finished, and based on a certain number per day, which ends up being 3.43 things per day, essentially, uh, my current goal is just under 326, 325.863. So I'm literally right on schedule. Um, somehow managed to do that and wasn't really trying initially to say, let's do this within a year. But then the more I looked at it and looked at what there was and how long it took me to do things, it's like, this is actually very doable. In fact, uh, prior to about two weeks ago, I was actually quite a bit ahead of time. And with all of the, uh, everybody putting themselves in isolation with all of the health problems going on in the country right now, I kind of slowed down with uh, how much Star Wars I was reading and consuming. Um, but I'm back at it. And I'm continuing to try and work through things at a reasonable pace. So I'm trying to stay on target and actually get through the entirety of Star Wars canon by the end of the year. That's my goal. Um, so obviously that, that's some backstory and background as to who I am, where I'm coming from, why I'm doing this. Um, I hope it was interesting. Uh, I In future episodes, my intention is to go through talking about what I've read each week. Uh, what I've read, or I, I guess I should say read or watched, really. Um, the other thing, since obviously I'm already a quarter of the way through the project and haven't actually talked about any of it yet, uh, my plan is for the first several episodes, in addition to talking about what I've read and watched this week, I'm also going to tackle a kind of a, a backlog of the things that I have previously watched and read starting back in January, just to kind of give a background of here is you know what I've what I've done so far and here's where I am 
and also to give you a flavor of whether or not you might be interested in some of the th these things. I'll be honest with you, um, some of the novels I've read are absolutely fantastic. They're very interesting, they're riveting, they're page turners, and I finished them in two or three days, even though they're some frequently some of the longer ones. Um, but then I run into other ones where it takes me a week and a half to get through the book because it's just not as interesting or as well written. Um, it just kind of varies. So I'm not going to pull any punches here. I'm definitely going to be honest about, you know, this is not as good or not up to the standard of the other things in the series. Um, and there's definitely things like that. I still think there's, they're all interesting and they all have some value in them, but they're not, uh, they're not critical to understanding the story of Star Wars. So if you're the sort of person that isn't, uh, isn't particularly interested in slogging through things that you don't enjoy as much as others, then, you know, I can definitely suggest, eh, you can skip that. Um, likewise, I'm doing some pretty strange things with the children's stuff. Obviously, like, I'm reading, you know, little golden books that are retelling the story of episodes one, two, and three. And in fact, I've already read those three. Um, there's nothing in those little golden books that isn't in the movies. That The content in those is completely repetitive, in, and in fact, much less content because you've distilled, you know, what happened into a very, very small space. So with my recommendations, I'm going to show well, this is a thing you should definitely pursue or not pursue, or this is a thing that's entirely repetitive. Um, I try to take generally the uh, canonical version of anything is going to be the filmed version or the television version. But if there's a novelization, for example, and, and I'll give you a great example, um, right now I'm currently reading uh, the solo novelization, and it fills in a lot of gaps. There's a lot of parts of the story that aren't present in what actually happens in the movie. There's just times that are skipped over, or for example, Han Solo's uh, period of time when he's serving in the military. That really doesn't get covered particularly well at all in the movie beyond he's in the military and now he's trying to escape. So knowing that, um, I mean, there is definitely some merit to re reading some of those that have a lot of overlap with things that you will have already seen or read. Um, so I'll, I'll point those things out too. Um, I'm working on getting the spreadsheet for everything done, or at least in a form where I can publish it so people can follow along with what I'm doing. Uh, my goal ultimately actually is to stand up a service on the website for this podcast, uh, which is lightandthedark.com. Again, that's lightandthedark.com. And by the time you hear this podcast, that site will be up and running. Um, so in addition to being able to go and get the full list in a spreadsheet form, uh, my intention is also to publish it as a web service where you can go in and say, okay, I, wanna, I want to enjoy all of Star Wars. And here's the categories I want to include or exclude. You know, if you don't want to read novels, you can uncheck novels and not read novels. If you want to read everything in publication order, you can read things in publication order. If you want to read things in chronological order as to when the story happens, you can read things in chronological order. So basically a way for you to get the full list of Star Wars canon, pick out the pieces that you're actually interested in, put those in a list, put that list in an order you want, and then be able to mark things off as you get them done. So... I've started tinkering with that as well. That's probably going to be a few months down the pike. But for now, I'll make the spreadsheet available and people will be able to follow along that way. Um, I'm hoping this will be a valuable resource for other people who are interested in doing this. Uh, I've had to do quite a bit of research and background in trying to find 
where do you even find that short story that was published only in this one magazine? Well, turns out it's actually in this other novel in the back or whatever. So I'm trying to make this a useful resource for somebody who's really interested in getting into a deep dive into Star Wars and what it means. Um, and that's the plan. So I, like I said, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, future episodes will probably sound pretty similar. I mean, obviously not recounting my history with Star Wars, but uh, this is kind of the tone I'm trying to set. I hope it's fun to listen to, uh, certainly fun to record, and this project has been fun to work on. Uh, if you, after hearing this, say, you know what, I'm going to do this too. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know other people who are out there trying to do this um, and how you're doing. How far are you making it through? What decisions have you made? Have you said, I'm just not going to do the comics thing, or I just don't have time to read the novels, or I think Clone Wars was really boring, or whatever. You know, I'm interested in hearing what everyone's take is on what really is essential Star Wars and what isn't. I have my own opinions on that, and of course I'll be sharing that throughout this series. But um, yeah, so definitely do get in touch with me. Again, uh, the website is www.lightandthedark.com. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you on the next episode.